Hello, happy hump day, and thank you for tuning in to an all-new episode of Stop Faking It with me, your host, Emily Bracey. Today's episode is with another fellow funny gal. You know, we have that funny hot girl club. Um, but more importantly, she is a member of like the OG meme gang fam. She is a writer, comedian, content creator, hot as fuck. Oh, and most importantly, she is a writer of a hit TV movie, single black female. She does a little bit of everything, including your girl, your favorite ex-girlfriend, Tessa Scott. Oh I think that's that introduction. Like, <laughs> Thank you do so you much. want me to call you every morning and wake you up like that? I can I'm going to just need you to record it and that's going to be my alarm. Thank you so much. That's more time. Time can, I like that. Yeah. Here. You just want me to call you every morning, bitch. Just say it. I will. I, I, will. I, do, I do. I will do it. Um, But yeah, I mean, like majority of, I don't know, I always call it like meme fam or meme gang because there really is like a cult of us from 2015, 16. You were around then, right? Yeah. 2015. Time yeah. Way too fast. I know. Like what? How is that almost 10 years ago? Stop. And it was a single post. That was it. That's all you were allowed to do. Like, oh my God. And it was just like so stationary. It was just like a SpongeBob picture yeah. and like a couple yeah. words. I know. I feel like it, like our posts were so simple and our lives behind the scenes were so chaotic. And now it's kind of like switched where we're like, oh. we're, I know, this is just, just, this is just coming to me. <laughs> but now we're less chaotic to a point, to a point. But like our content is more chaotic as it should be. Honestly, and I feel like the ones that, you know, started when we were really coming up back in 2015, Mm -hmm. it has been so hard to adjust. Okay. We have lost a lot of brothers and sisters along the way. Their account's been like hacked Mm -hmm. or shut down or they sold it for money. It's just like people can't keep up. And there's been a from being like you know this anonymous person behind the scenes posting these spongebob pictures to yeah. people that are more like us trying to be like in front of the camera creators yeah. a little slice of our lives and whatnot so shout out to you girl because you have never stopped you neither have you you do tiktok too like so honestly like bow to you i i have a tiktok but like it's just where i kind of repost my reels um, because usually when I post something on TikTok, it's like, what you, you we got to take this down. I'm like, excuse me. TikTok <laughs> is my people. Okay. I got to so, go on it more. You know, we came up in, in IG, but yeah. somewhere along the way, TikTok came up and snatched me from your girl. Okay. Yeah. I am TikTok's bae now. And mm. I still post the majority of my content on Instagram just because, yeah. you know, that I bought my account. Yeah. But on TikTok, it's just like a completely different community. You're able to like be a lot more real versus, you know, picture perfect on Instagram. Yes. Okay. That is very true. Yeah. And you can connect with so many people like you rather than like people who knew you in like middle school and and whatnot, (laughs) secretly plotting your demise, reporting all your stuff. Stop reporting me, you guys. I'm okay. (laughs) I'm not in a mental health crisis. I just have literally. The amount of times I open my app where it's like someone is concerned about your mental health, which, okay, nice. But like, I also know this, like, it's not news to me. (laughs) You guys, you guys, why aren't you hitting up me? Why are you going to hit up Instagram? What's Instagram going to do? Okay. Nothing. They're shutting off my posts. It's only making me more depressed. They're going to shadow ban us. That's all they're going to (laughs) do. Oh, we heard you're depressed. Blocked. (laughs) Blocked. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. 
my block yes. list. Oh, it yes. just keeps, it keeps growing. And the more it grows, the happier and calmer I get. Actually, this is really funny. I was thinking today, like, oh my God, I've been posting more like content, like natural of myself, my life. And I'm like, oh my God, I am not getting hate comments. Like, am I doing something right? No, I'm not doing something right. I just have all these awful words blocked <laughs> from my comments. <laughs> so like trolls cannot attack me so in my head I'm just like watching I don't know why it's always a grown man in my head or a 12 year old boy but I could just see them like posting like fat ugly bitch and they're just trying and it's like not letting them I did not know that you could block comment more I did not know that I was letting them come for me they have been coming for me (laughs) and I don't even block them I just respond to them I'm like thanks for my engagement babe 100% though that's all it is Yeah. So so I've been debating. I'm like, do I take these words off the list? I don't know. Just to engage, just to keep the engagement. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I secretly love having haters because it's like still a fan. It's fan behavior. (laughs) You're right. Are you guys, are you guys taking time from your day to eat up me? Are you guys trying to drag me? It's beautiful. It's see, this is how we turn. And then we turn it into memes. That's what we do. But before we got too far off topic because this is something I do all the time. Can you introduce yourself? Tell us about yourself. Just, you know, talk about yourself. We love doing that. <laughs> oh my God. This is actually like my favorite subject. So thank you so much for asking. So a little bit about me. Um, Just turned 37 last week. Um, I'm like midlife sh- crisis. Can't shook. I always thought you were like five years younger than me. So what? How old are you? 31. Girl, what? Oh, that sounds like such a baby to me right now. Like, I just want to like, do you want to? <laughs> okay, let me not. Let me I'm not lactose rest. intolerant, um, cannot, but appreciate. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I drink lactose milk, so that's probably all. That's oh, in okay. Yeah, we're fine then. I'll meet you up later. All right, great. Hit me up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I do um TV writing. I've written on hit series like um the Stars drama P Valley. I've written Lifetime movies such as Single Black Female One and Two and Three and. <laughs> Still, still, you know, working on that realm. We just got out of the strike, so I am feeling hopeful. You can talk uh, about it. Yes, we can talk about it now. Yes. <laughs> um, I am also a social media um, and spicy content creator. So yes, she is. of OnlyFans and TikToks, your girl is also on OnlyFans, which as a former stripper and current exhibitionist, I absolutely love it If if people are not seeing my naked body on a daily basis yeah it's like what was that made for you know what I mean literally what what's the point yeah exactly so um that's that um not a huge fan of men if you've checked my account um but like I know that there's good ones out there and I'm still I'm still trying to work on that I should be in therapy but I'm not no you're on TikTok it's different same same but different it's kind of like therapy (laughs) but more toxic TikTok University. So yeah. I like to call it. Yeah. I love that. Well, I mean, honestly, I've always admired you. And I like just started doing reels a few years ago. And you were just like a huge inspiration for me to want to. And I just feel like, I mean, obviously, there's just like perceived thing that like women can't be funny and silly on the internet because then we're stupid. And I was like, wait, I think that means we're extra smart because <laughs> we're being authentically ourselves. And not conforming to like, you know, what society is telling us to do. And I've always admired that from you. And, you know, 
It's it's been Thank a wild so much. ride. And, and I gotta tell you, girl, the same. When I first started putting my reels out there as yeah. one of these um comedy creators. I felt like I was the only one doing it. Nobody yeah. was like, and then here you come and you're doing the same thing. And, and you're, and whatever people are saying, you're getting a lot of love. People are hating. You don't go fuck. You're just out there doing it. And you are hilarious. And I Thank love it. You. And it was so inspiring to me. So I like to um, stalk all my guests before they come on my podcast. You know, just like I used to stalk the demons. I mean, ex-boyfriends before I would date them. Um, and I found this write up about, your favorite ex-girlfriend. And I, now that I've kind of read it a few times, I want to know by the end if you wrote it, but for all the listeners, this really sums up like 2015 to today, like all this girl has covered. Okay. I'm going to read it. I'm a little notes here. Your favorite ex-girlfriend posts the memes that are, that illustrate your daily struggles from relationship drama, work nightmares, and pre-gaming with your besties, turning lives, most painful moments uh, post-university, post-relationship, mid-job hunt, constant, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Weariness into relatable content. Did you I write, that? write that? Isn't that good? Girl. Oh, that is like so on point. I know. I'll send you the link that I found it at. I was like, <laughs> I don't have to do, write anything. <laughs> That's like, me in a nutshell. It really was. I was like, I, especially the whole like constant, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm like, who? Who saw into my soul like this? I literally wrote my notes. Did you write that? No, but I feel so seen right now. Someone's like living in your house, actually just taking notes. Honestly, I would just feel validated. Yeah, and honestly, you could probably split the the rent at that point. So Honestly, Mm -hmm. it is a lot. (laughs) I live in LA, girl. Oh, oh, yeah. Is somebody you want to break in? But I think that's another reason too, kind of getting into it smaller different content another or topic why I've like related with you too I have my oldest brother actually he's lived in LA for I think like 13 years now and he's in television film writing so like I see you like achieve these things like especially getting that lifetime movie show and everything and I'm just like that takes so much work and I don't think that and I think this strike might have put this in people's brains that how much writers they're not appreciated as much as they should be like holy cow like everything we watch would be nothing without you guys thank like, you guys so much thank you so much for saying that um yeah it, it, it's it's really crazy um how much writers are are not yeah. appreciated growing up I was like this is gonna be so cool I'm gonna write a tv show and I'm gonna be super famous and it does not work like that it's oh, like it's- they kind of like take your script and they're like get out um, oh yeah it, it's a it's a wild industry in fact for my first lifetime movie um I found out about the huge um premiere for it uh the next day online after I was not invited to it yeah so it's yeah, so it's this- a wild world out there in yeah. LA and Hollywood and it's so cutthroat and like I don't know if you have a similar experience but like I always give my brother so much credit because for the first couple years like he was getting bagels and coffee for people and he just knew that's what he needed to do and like I had I I hope he doesn't hear this but like I admire him so much for that (laughs) I'm telling him yeah 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 (laughs) but yes I still remember like I think I like told my mom even I was like this memer she just got it she someone brought her script like this and that because it's like 
a lot of people don't I mean probably where you are because like like a lot more people are in the arts out in California but like for me in my small town like no one went and did that and so to see it like I'm just I'm so proud of you and the fact that you're a fucking woman doing it fuck yeah thank you thank you it has (laughs) always been my dream to write a lifetime movie about killing worthless men um <laughs> the fact that I can do that now um I love it because I'm not allowed to do it in real life yes, um yes. you know too cute for prison like but country singers. About it, second best yes mm-hmm. thing but yeah but someone yeah, just sent me a reel about that yesterday about how like men write country songs about beer and women write country songs about killing men and that is why I love country music by women yes love it. Mm-hmm. love it they just I want to kill my husband and I'm like yeah. And the guys are like, let's drink some beer on the porch. Yeah, my dog. Should yeah. we start a band? Oh my God. Should we? What should we call oh, it? The. We need to take our medications. <laughs> I probably. Did I take my medication today? I did. I did. I did because by the time it's 2 p.m., my brain starts going if I don't. So. Oh, see, um, I, me, my, just like my depression starts going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. My sweet baby angel husband got me a shirt for, I think Christmas or my birthday last year. And it said, hot girls take effectser. <laughs> I showed my psychiatrist and she died laughing. I want something like that. I want one that says hot girls take Prozac. They have that. I'll send you the link. Please do. Oh, they have everything. It's great. It's I love this. I can't remember the website, but I'll actually probably like post it in this clip too because every time I post it on my story, people are like, "Where the fuck did you get that?" I'm like, no, an angel made it. An angel baby goddess yeah, made it. exactly. And if you were on TikTok, I would say all you have to do is make a video of this, add mm-hmm. mission link to it, and you would it would sell out obviously, and you would get yeah. all the commission for that. Okay, um, so this right? is my my new career path. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know if you are familiar with what's going on on TikTok. These bitches no. are making money. No, These I have to literally money. um take the TikTok TikTok app off my phone sometimes because I have no self control. I swear to God, I only allow myself to look at it maybe once a week, and by then I have like probably two hundred TikToks my best friend has sent me that I got to go through. Oh my god! No, I have no self control. An hour block, at least an hour block every morning, where I just scroll TikTok because mm. I need to know what's going on in the world. Yeah. Also, fuck all my friends and my mom and my sister yeah. and everyone who sends me TikToks. So everyone's like, like, everyone's like, "Are you alive?" And you're just like scrolling. How's that? Do you want to play a little game of this or that? It's just five chill questions. Yes, I love chill questions. Okay, MySpace or Tumblr? Tumblr. So when I searched your name on the internet, not only did a lot of things of the Scott Peterson trial pop up, but also Tessa Scott Tumblr. And I was like, it's there somewhere. It's out there in the metaverse. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Also, Zanga, where did that go? My husband brought that up a few days ago. Let's talk about my Zanga. Let's talk about my Zanga. Teenage Tessa poured her heart out on there, okay? But like, where are they? Where are the Zangas? Honestly, I need to find my Zanga because I probably actually confessed to a few crimes on there that I need to get rid of. Yes. No, absolutely. And like, I want my MySpace photo back, photos back. Like, why can't I, I log into I want the top that? eight friends back. I oh, want yeah. the top eight friends back so I can shade my friends. Every- like, that, was, that was such a cunning time. Like, we were just like Honestly. ripping our friends apart. Oh, you know what? You're my number three friend now, Bethany move it and then like when you'd get like a boyfriend or girlfriend you'd like put them in the front or your best friend in the front so you're like you know who's first 
why would like why would they do that to us I know. what a cutthroat time i it want it back awful. also i don't have more than three friends anyway so i yeah. want to have it fill yeah. it up so we need like top three <laughs> top three just top three is good all right and that's gonna be one of them chill night in or wild night out chill night in yeah. uh, yes come Love over that. Let's comfy red wine or revenge revenge <laughs> oh revenge <laughs> without <laughs> Not even a hesitation. Okay. Love Who are that. We, Who are we fucking up? Okay. Hiding out in his trunk or secretly becoming BFFs with his mom behind his back? Oh my gosh. I know. They're, it's crazy. It's like a Sophie's wow. choice. I'm I'm really in for a long game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna friend up his mom. I like that. I like Honestly, that. I might even try and turn her and then like Ooh. diddle her a little bit. I like that. That's, you know, see, women need goals. And I, I appreciate that, putting that out there in the universe. I feel okay. like you could fuck their dad. So, like, I, I'm trying to be like, I would fuck their mom. You know what I mean? That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that's literally how I started Ho Gives No Fucks, the fucking dad memes. Those. Boom. Foundation, like, the foundation. And I love it. The it's OG totally one was like. If you like piss me off, I'm gonna sleep with your dad, become your stepmom, and take away the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> My favorite. I'm gonna give your dad a son he can actually be proud of. Oh, love it. I love, love that's a shirt. That's a I think that is a shirt. Is it? <laughs> and if I was straight, I'd be wearing it right now. <laughs> but instead, I'll fuck your mom. All right. Last this or that. And I actually can't remember your sun sign, but it is dating a Scorpio or a Pisces. Ooh, I'm going to have to go with Scorpios because I like to self-sabotage. But also, this is the difference. I love Scorpio women, Scorpio men. The only ones I like are ones I will not date because they are family. (laughs) Oh. But, like, I love Scorpio women. No. No. What are you? Are What's your sun sign? Oh, okay. But my moon is Scorpio. Okay, these women—they are slutty. They are sexy. Mm. I just like—they are just like nasty, and mm. I love it. Yes. But um, I feel like a Pisces is a little bit more like understanding. Yeah. Caring, a little bit more complex. Um, so I'm gonna say I will fuck the Scorpio and I will marry the Pisces. That wasn't the question. But that's I'm gonna beautiful. Take- no, I like it. I like how you took that. And that's like what I used to try to do in like high school with tests and stuff. Like, I know this isn't the answer you want, but it's actually a better question. So I am correct. <laughs> Girl math. You get it. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. So I know you introduced yourself already and everything. But um, like I said, I, it's been such a great time watching your freaking success um, over the past years. And I think we should get into that a little more, just like your story and how, how did you know you wanted to become a writer? So, um, I had actually, um, just gotten out of the Navy when I moved to LA, um, which was about 14 years ago. And I first started going to film school for acting Mm -hmm. because I read all the Pretty Little Liars books on deployment and I don't know what I thought. I don't know what but <clears throat> while it was in acting school, uh, we had a, a writing class with like an Emmy winning writer and we had to write a sample and I wrote it and, you know, he pulled me aside and he was like, you need to switch majors. You are a writer. You are so much better <laughs> than acting. And I was like, that's hurtful. 
Yes. I was just thinking, it's like when they say you should try radio and I'm like, so you think I'm ugly. No, I'm just kidding. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. That's basically it. what he was saying, but you know, I appreciated it. So I switched over to acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, writing. I switched over to writing. And um, when I first started writing, I started doing comedy mostly because in acting I was doing stand up and improv and sketch. So I initially started um, writing like a bunch of half hour comedies. Um, but then, you know, over the years, life <laughs> made yeah. me a more dramatic writer over the years. Um, but but yeah, um, I eventually wrote a, a script called Eight Wheeled Assassins. And it's about a group of um, like PTA moms who are on a roller derby team Ooh. who are also part of a merging vigilante group who clean up the scum men in their quaint little neighborhoods. Um, it's like a desperate housewives who kill. I love it. So um, I wrote this script and and if you want to be a writer, really all you need is just like one good script. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent this out to hella managers yeah. um, in Hollywood. All of them ignored me, but one of them responded. Um, that's all and, you need. Yeah, that's all you need. She was yeah. a lot younger than me. I think she was like 26. Um, so she was like very young and hungry. And she was like, hey, this is so random, but I follow you on Instagram. And I was like, but that's awesome. Like yeah. my Instagram came in handy because yeah. she wanted to read my script and she, she really liked it. So she brought me in to meet the partner manager and he immediately was like, who the hell is this? And why is she in my office? <laughs> and the, my other manager was like, Oh, you know, I follow her on Instagram. She does like really funny memes. And he's like, what the fuck's a meme? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you can't just bring in people that you meet off the internet. Like this is a So I met her on Craigslist. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, sir, sir, hold on. Because right now I'm a stripper, but I can do so much more. He said, hold on, you're a stripper. I like that quote right there. Thank you. Thank you. I am a stripper, but I can do so much more. So much more. Yeah. He was like, you know what? I I like that. Do you have any friends? Can you bring them in? Anyways, we'll sign you. So he signs me. Luckily, I am able to prove myself because they start out on meetings and on the very first meeting it was with lifetime and they say you know we're doing a single black female are you familiar with the original single white female i was like absolutely i love it um so they were like pitch us an idea on the spot and i was like so um you know i kind of pitched them story of my life i was like you know this actually happened to me and they were like what like some crazy girl became obsessed with you and tried to sabotage your life and I was like, oh, oh, no, no, no. I was the other one in this situation. And they were like, okay, we like this. Yeah, because you have um, the experience. You know? Isn't that called method acting? And method writing, too, you know? There you I, go. Did, I live a Lifetime movie, and for legal reasons, it's a joke. Yes. But anyway. I'll put a um, warning across the screen. It's a joke. I don't have any warrants. Um. <laughs> So yes, uh, Lifetime loved the idea. Um, they bought it, um, produced it, aired it. Uh, I think in the pandemic, like the twenty twenty, maybe it was twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, twenty twenty one. Uh, this February, we got single black female two coming out. And- I'm so excited for you and just the whole movie in general. Yes, and and we just sold a third one. Oh so my, that was cool. Okay. When you said that, like, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes ago, I was like three. 
wait, what the heck? Because I was like, did I? I didn't want to say like the two because I remember seeing it on your story. But then also a lot of the times when I look through stories, I'm stony baloney. So I'm like, did I make that up and just hope for it? So I am. That is amazing. Three. Yes, three. It's like, what? We're yeah. And and I and they they want to turn it into a, a series afterwards. So we'll see. I'm, so, do not but, forget about your memers that started with will. you. I never will, girly. Let's go to the top together. Um, whenever you feel like coming to LA. No, to it has to happen. Hit me up. Yes, like, absolutely. I saw that. Yeah, you, me, and Angie need to like get lunch and go do some crazy shit. Um, I am due to visit my brother too in LA, so it oh. trying to make it happen this year. So also too for like, there's so this is totally off topic, but uh, there's so much fabric sourcing places out there, and I'm I need to source fabric. It's for my sewing. <laughs> oh, you're really serious about the sewing? <laughs> I have a fashion line. Oh my gosh! Wait, you? I don't do your yeah. fashion. I don't promote okay. it on my meme page. So like, I don't feel bad. Like, don't feel bad. You don't know. <laughs> no, that's actually super impressive Thank because you. like most people do like made to order stuff. Like they're no. just like making designs and some other co company doesn't. You're no. like actually getting fabric and yeah. like sewing clothes. My bedroom with my husband is our bedroom slash sewing studio. That is so dope, girl. That is so fucking cool. I thought, I'm like, she's outsourcing. I'd have other people make it. I got a fashion line too. No, but if you actually have a real fashion Thank line, you. I'm going to sit my house and sit down. Thank you. I'll send you stuff. Do you like corsets? Yeah. I'll, make you a, I'll make you a custom one. We'll talk. We'll talk. That's why those are my favorite to make. This um, is need more of friends with skills. Right. Thank you. Literally, like when it comes to the end of the world, like we'll be fine as long as I have like a hamster on a wheel running my machines. I will make us all corsets. We will look great. And in the Navy, I was a culinary mm. specialist, so I can make a meal out of anything. Oh, I love that. That's wonderful. Okay. And my husband is partners. Oh, 100%. And my husband, he's really good at woodworking too. So like, we'll Let's be fine. Go. Yeah, we got Let's this. Go. Okay. My hit us up if you want to be in our apocalypse group. <laughs> Let's go. I don't think my girlfriend's a lawyer. I don't, I don't know how Ooh. that's going to help us. She could probably like manipulate people to be our friends and not kill us. Okay. Okay. Negotiate. Like, her out the group. Okay. I mean, we can flip a coin. Yeah. We'll flip I, a coin. I, I, food. I'm just not, I'm not trying to ration. Mm. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And also you don't, you don't mind killing your husband after, cause we're just, we're going to need mm. someone to eat. And I just feel like he would probably have more meat. I would think so. Yeah. I don't know. Does he taste good? Um, he's he's very organic, so I would think so. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I was hoping more like fried foods, you know. No, but we I can think. find those. Okay. <laughs> this is where your girl comes in handy. We'll talk to. Her. Okay, so fine. We won't eat your husband. Uh, you can yeah. eat some other things. <laughs> I don't want to be apocalypse partners with me. Okay, because I no. will, eat and I hurt beat. I no. don't care. My husband will like ask me, he's like, oh, what would you do during like a zombie apocalypse? And I'm like, oh, I'd off myself. And he's like, what? Immediately. And I'm like, probably immediately, 100% immediately. Why I'm like, you hang out? if I have the chance to either possibly go to Andromeda over being attacked by a zombie, <laughs> what's it gonna be? Take me out. Take 100%. me out. Honestly, the zombies look like they're having more fun. Yeah. So like, you'd be a zombie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or we could do the thing like in Zombieland where you like pretend you're a zombie. Okay. 
I know some good like creative stage makeup people. We can make that work. Or we could just like hang out with the zombies and like maybe date a few because I love Ooh. toxic relationships. That would be the ultimate toxic relationship. I know, right? I'm in a healthy one now. So with the undead. I know. Yeah. Was it hard for you to be in a healthy relationship? Because when I started my healthy relationship, there were so many red flags because I was not used to men being nice to me. Oh my God. Yeah, honestly, for well, for me, I date women. So it, yeah. for me, I have a problem of um marrying you uh mm-hmm. like a week after I meet you. Okay, Ross Geller. Um, yeah yeah that's what we do um lesbian time it's it's a lot faster oh I've I've heard yes you know yes. Mm-hmm. so like like dog years exactly if you've been with your man for like a year we've been together like six years makes sense so, okay yeah so for me I just what was the question again did I smoke this morning I did sorry no I, I didn't either um girl I don't know <laughs> Oh, wait, did it? Was it hard to be in a healthy relationship? <laughs> That's it. You know what's okay. so funny? Before this episode, my husband was like, do you want me to stand in front of you with cue cards? I'm like, no, I'm fine. But this exactly. is exactly why I can't smoke so before I record. He's I such know. a good man. No, he really is. He's a unicorn. I don't get it. Oh, my God. Don't ever lose that one. No. Because there's mm-hmm. not a lot of them. There's no, not- no, I already have like three trackers in him. He's never going anywhere. But good, yeah. for you. Yeah. good for you. But yeah, it was very healthy getting uh, into um a good relationship because I, like I just I want to cuss you out, throw things, and call you a bitch. Mm-hmm. And you're like giving me validation. Yeah. You're offering me comfort. You're, you're buying me food. Like, who am I gonna take out my it's, anger on? Like, I feel weird. like they're gaslighting me. Like he's because, like yeah. he's like I love you. You're so beautiful. I said, who else are you fucking? And he goes, excuse me. Yeah. I mean, that, that is what you say to all the bitches. Does that work for you? Do they roll over and spread their legs for you when you yeah. say, I love you? Yeah. 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 I got some issues, but I'm working them out. But speaking of issues, which everyone who listens knows I have. <laughs> so because you've dealt, you deal with depression. We, mm-hmm. we talk about oh, it. Yes. What, how has that like affected your writing and content creation and everything? And what do you do to cope and kind of get over that? Cause I know personally that, you know, when you get into those ruts, sometimes you don't see it ending and it's very scary. It, it, it really is, you know, cause I never saw myself as someone who would be depressed. Um, mm-hmm. My mother is very depressed. I, I gave her postpartum depression. Oh, congratulations. Favorite child. Yeah. And she's just been <laughs> depressed ever since. Yeah. Um, so like we knew that like what, me or my sister was going to like get this. Yeah. I we just hope it would be my sister, you know? She's, yeah. She sucks. Take one for um, the team. Yeah. Right. So it turned out to be me. And it was really weird because I'm just the type that's like, no, I'm not sad. Stop being sad. Like cheer up. Like that's me. So yeah. it's like deal with depression and, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. It just feels like you're sinking farther and farther. You're off track with everything, with your friends, your relationships, your social media accounts, your work. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. I just felt like really like useless, like nothing was the point. It was like so hard. And I was the type that I'm like, I can fix this. I can fix this. Could not yeah. fix. No. Could not fix it. Um, I eventually learned that like this is like a chemical imbalance. It really yeah. has nothing to do with how strong you think you are. Like yeah. if you 
broke your arm, you would go and you would get a caps. Like, exactly. you know, so um, I looked into some medication, what, which what? I'm so glad that I did. Got me on some Prozac. So I'm twinning with mommy. Love that. Prozac baby girls. Like mother, like daughter. Yep. And it has been amazing. It has been amazing. You hear a lot of scary things about it. Like it changes yeah. you. And yeah. not at all. Honestly, all it did is take out the depression. Like I don't yeah. have these like feelings of worthlessness or just like, like everything's going to end. What's the point? You know, like it, that's all gone. And I can just yeah. focus on, on what I need to and appreciate the things I need to. There's happiness that wasn't there. And I, I see so many people like struggling the way that I was. And I'm like, have you thought about maybe considering options? And they're just yeah. like, no, it's not there. And I'm like, dang, man, because it was years dealing with yeah. that for me before I got to a place where I was like, let me get some help. And yeah. every, everybody has their own journey, but it has been the best thing that I've ever done. I'm and- so happy for you. Oh, thank you. And, thank you. and I, I love what you said about like, if it's like, you know, if you break your arm, you get a cast. And I, when I was in high school, I got diagnosed with an autonomic nervous system condition and I was like passing out all the time. It was wild, uh-huh. but I was always like, like, I'm physically broken. I'm physically broken. And my mom always reminded me, she's like, Emily, the body is so complex. Like it's very possible for something to go wrong. There's so many options for things to go wrong. But because of that, there's so many options to fix said things and help and cure said things. And she always that was something like very similar. She always told me, especially when I started dealing with depression. And one thing that I never really I remember it was like, one time I, I was like 15 or 14 when I tried antidepressant. I said, I said, I tried it. Like it was in the back of a club. <laughs> I got prescribed <laughs> antidepressants. Um, and they didn't work for me. And I was like, oh my God, this is never going to go away. But there's so many different kinds out there. Fast forward 15 years, they never fucking worked because I had the wrong diagnosis. I'm actually, I have bipolar too. So same thing though. It's like, it's a chemical imbalance that like, it's no one's fault. And that's just this huge message I'm trying to like scream on the internet as well as like so many other amazing content creators. And, you know, before we started recording, I asked you like, are you okay with talking about this? Just because I know you have mentioned it and even in your stories and stuff and like you doing that, like prompts me to be like, I should talk about this too. And every time I do, I never regret it because even if I get one message from someone that's like, thank you for speaking up about this or or my favorites and I like it sucks that these people are going through this but my favorite is like dads and moms who have daughters and sons who are bipolar and they're like help and I'm like yo here are the resources I literally have a copy and paste of all these links and I'm just I don't know I feel like millennials like I don't know I have a lot of hope for Gen Z. I feel like sometimes they speak their minds too much but more power to them because we were taught to shut the fuck up. <laughs> And just deal. And you have no idea how much it means. Like when I see your post and you're like, hey, I've been dealing with stuff. It has been rough. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like to to, to see. It's not just me. Yeah. Yeah. Like actually showing their struggles. And this is like a real person who has all these followers and they're always laughing and joking. And you think their life's amazing. But like they're going through it too. And the fact that like you can share that. Oh, yeah. I feel so connected to you and Thank it you. just gives me a deep breath because I'm like oh we all have bad days and yeah that, 
me when I'm having a bad day, the thing that makes me feel the best, and this is probably shitty, is to know that other no. people are having bad days too. 100%. It is just me. Her side. And I mean, I brought it up a few times on my Instagram that like we were talking about before that I do, I go to um, bipolar support groups. And at first I was like, this is weird. I do zoom ones because they switched for COVID and I just, I can't be bothered past 7 PM. I want like the option to not yeah. wear pants. So absolutely. See, waist up. That's Every what second. you got. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, going to these support groups have been incredible and it's so cool too, because there's like people in like their high, like late seventies, like all the way down to like older teenagers. And it's just people you thought you would never connect or relate with and you can almost finish their sentences or they can almost finish yours. And it's so it's, it's cool. It's worth it. Oh, amazing. <laughs> the writer in me is like, oh my God, I want to write a show about this. Hold on. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk. There is, like, <laughs> a fight club. It just seems like the beginning of a fight club. Yeah. Kind of no, um, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. I, especially the people who come on who um don't have mental illnesses, <laughs> losers, just kidding. Um, But they're there like for support for someone else to like learn I, about. I love the support. When I yes. got UI uh, mm -hmm. in 2012, um, before lifts existed. I'm I, trying to think I 2012. Was... I think that's almost around the time my husband got hit. <laughs> he had a DWAI. Oh, that's like some New York fancy shit for oh, like, they thought I was drunk, but I really wasn't. Oh, I was, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but they sentenced me to go to AAs and mm -hmm. that actually, it changed my life Yeah, um, because it really changed my drinking habits. And mm -hmm. it was just so like insightful just to hear other people's stories and what they had gone through and how they were able to overcome it and every new person that went up there shared their story everybody was like so supportive yeah. it was like such a good vibe like I yeah. was like oh my god I like do I want to keep coming to these because like <laughs> do you guys want to come over for Thanksgiving no seriously I did not I did not have support like that in my yeah. life so mm -hmm. for you saying that you go to these groups every week, I'm like, hold on now. Let me let me start looking into this. I know. And I haven't gone like the past so two much. weeks because I was out of town. And I'm like, I'm so excited to, to talk oh. to everyone tonight. But also, too, when like someone doesn't come for a hot sec, you're like, are, are they doing OK? You all right? <laughs> yeah. And then they come on six months later. We're like, we're back. But then they come on and we all relate and we're all like, yo, we get it as long as you're OK. Oh, I love that. I love that you have that. So really like your advice would be just to advocate for yourself, which I totally agree with. And, you know, finding like-minded people and everything. Exactly. Exactly. So. That means so much just to, to have the support and know other people are going through it too. Yeah, no, I totally, I feel like when you deal with depression, especially when someone on the internet, and even if they're trying to be so kind, never ask a depressed person what are you depressed about like when people say that to me I now reflect it as you baby angel your brain is good <laughs> like I think of it that way now instead of like no that's the fucking point most of the time is that I go down my list and I'm like what am I overwhelmed but like what do I have to be depressed about right now nothing but there's a chemical thing going on in my brain where it's like not all rainbows and sunshines but that's not my fault and just here for the ride I that's it I never thought about those types of people what are you depressed yeah. about 
Yeah. That's something I would ask myself all the time. Like, why yeah. is that? And, and that almost to me it, makes it harder. It used to, especially like before I did like, I guess the, the inner work, but it really is. It makes it harder. Cause then you, you start feeling guilt and you start yeah. thinking, Oh, I have this, I have that, or it's, you're not valid. But I always remind myself that like, there's always someone who is having it easier than you, but always someone that's having it harder than you, but that still doesn't invalidate your feelings. Yeah. And like, I used to beat myself up about it. I'd be like, look yeah. at everything you have. And you're over here being sad. And there's yeah. other people that have it worse. Yeah. It was, I was very harsh with myself. Yeah. Um. So, so that's another piece of advice. Be kind to yourself, like treat yourself like you're your daughter or yeah. your niece or, or your, your best, best friend. friend. Yeah. 100%. Like, Care be gentle because yeah I was just beating me up and I was already depressed like damn yeah I th- it's funny I always used to see people posting about like their their inner child and this and that and like this past year I started really thinking about that and started the whole like well when I'm talking shit about me I'm talking shit about like young Emily and like she's a precious angel like she didn't do anything wrong like why am I talking shit about this girl so like I, I have like random pictures of me around my none of my husband just me around our house and <laughs> I just it's I'd like to see it. Look at this. I just bought this. Okay. Okay. This slime. Okay. And I bought this for my inner child <laughs> because a- sometimes I just I just need to sit there and play with her because she just was not playing with enough. No, so I have a light bright on my desk. <laughs> my office I get you thank you so much because I thought you were gonna laugh at me and call me for my slime okay I just like to play sometimes there may or may not be a light up shape of a dick on it but I have a light bright on my desk expect anything less from you you. thank you I'll take I'll take a picture and send it to you later it's beautiful you can make it flash send it to me send it Oh my God. It's been so fun talking to you. This has genuinely been like my favorite part of the podcast is because I mean, being content creators, it's art in like different sides. Like I'm in Florida, you're in California. It's hard to like collab and stuff and figure out times to talk, but it's truly, it's been so cool being able to talk to like, I don't know. I feel like I've messaged like my meme fam almost more than I like talked to even my friends I went to college with, even though I used to see them like every day, like there truly is just like... It, yeah. it really is a community what we have, but I have one more question for you today. What is something that you stopped faking in life that has made your life better? Okay. So this, is, that's an interesting question. I would say one thing that I stopped faking was that I'm perfect or supposed to be perfect. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like in our head, we, we make a lot of like excuses for ourselves, um, and that doesn't help us because to become the best version of ourselves, we have to be able to recognize our, our flaws in order to change them. So like one thing is like, I would like say negative things about someone in my head. Like I would be talking shit and I'd be like, yeah, but I can talk shit because this person's that and I'm this. And, you know, I really had to learn like, girl, you're a hater. You're yeah. being a mean ass bitch. You don't want to be this way. And like when you can like realize those things about yourself and you stop pretending like you're up here and you just like see yourself as an average person that you can like relate to, then yeah. you can change yourself for the better. So so one thing that I stopped faking was 
the the lying to myself of of, yeah. of thinking that I'm better than anyone else or that anybody is better than anyone else and stop worrying about everybody else's flaws and realize my own because those are the ones that I can control and fix and I and love so I've been that I am I love myself so much more. I love that. Oh my gosh. And that is 100% so relatable. That is so beautiful. And it's funny that you say that. I was uh, talking to my husband recently and I was saying how like a couple of years ago, I, I like we were saying, like if you start like thinking shit about other people, 100% of the time that I was doing that, it was because they were doing something that reminded me of me. Yes. yes. I saw and that I, like I started noticing that as well or something like I want to do but I haven't been mm -hmm. able to so yeah it's all so. projecting when it comes to that and I think that also helps kind of deal with like depression too it, it's, it's mindset it's all fucking mindset yes yeah and we have the power to change it we mm -hmm. you don't realize that but we do and once you realize that you can change yourself for the better whew, I love that that was such a good answer. It's been so great talking to you. Now, what are your handles and everything? Whatever you say, I'll put it in the episode description. So it would be very easy to click. Okay, find me at your favorite XGF or the Tezza show. And that's Instagram and TikTok? Yes, both Instagram. What's and your OnlyFans? My OnlyFans is the Tezza show. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, all the listeners for listening today. That wraps up today's or this week's episode of Stop Faking It. Please follow me at Stop Faking It Podcast and Emily E. Bracey Comedy. I will talk to you all next week.